Mom and Dad are going out. Gramps and Gran are, too. Who will stay at home with the cubs? Just anyone won't do. And welcome to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bearcast. I'm your host, Phil Gonzalez, and today we have a very special guest, Linda Spielman. Now, who is Linda? Linda basically raised my daughter for the first few years of her life. Uh, if you remember Mitzi from the uh, B Book episode, uh, that was her, and I credit much of her. Um, brilliant articulation and uh, critical thought and thinking skills to having been uh, brought up a good deal by Linda. Uh, Linda is my go-to expert on how to take care of kids uh, (laughs) because of how well uh, Mitzi turned out. Hello, Linda. Hello. How you doing? I'm great. That was a wonderful (laughs) intro. I hope I wasn't, uh, didn't embarrass you a little too much. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really looking forward to talking to you about this book because we are doing The Berenstain Bears and The Sitter from uh, 1981. Uh, this is uh, one of the early uh, first-time books. It deals with a very young brother and sister bear and apparently their first time uh, not being left alone with their grandparents. But Linda, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about what happens in this book? Well, in the book, the parents uh, decide they have to go to a meeting because it's important. And the whole, the whole family's going, the, the grandma and the grandpa and the uncle, and they don't have anyone to stay with the bears, or the bears aren't going to grandma and grandpa's house, and they're anxious about it. And then they find a neighborhood sitter from up the street, and the kids are a little nervous. Now, why are, the kids, why are the kids a little nervous about this, this particular sitter? They have run into her in the neighborhood and they don't know her, but they've come across her when they have run through her garden or, you know, played too close to her and bonked them with their kite. And uh, so they're not sure how this person feels about them. So do you have uh, any kids in your neighborhood who may have run through your garden? I have had, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And as a person who who, uh, has dealt with kids for, uh, for, for, for so long and who's, who's, been around children. Uh, what, what goes through your mind whenever a, a kid does something thoughtless like that? I'm pretty lenient with the kids. I, they, they're part of the community and we have to respect that they're learning. And you put something out there in your community, you put a garden out front, you can expect that some things are going to happen. And uh, we try to make our interactions uh, one time a little boy had messed up my garden and he came by um, the following Saturday after school and helped me put a little uh, white picket fence around it. Oh. So, <laughs> so. so starting from that, uh, when Miss, because obviously uh, Mrs. Grizzle sees, who is, who is the, the sitter they chose, she sees this occur. You see her in the book witness the, the, the mistakes the cubs make. Right. Uh, what could Mrs. Grizzle have done in your opinion, to sort of uh, have headed off that uh, fear for the Cubs? Well, I think that a lot of times you'll glare at children or maybe snap at children, and you don't need to. You need to kind of find out what they're doing or maybe even they're there for a reason. They didn't just show up there to damage your your (laughs) stuff. I mean, most likely young children aren't doing that. They're picking the flowers because they're pretty or they're trying to find their ball. And if you engage them, then you learn more about them and 
they, I mean, they really are individuals that live in your community. So it's good to engage them. And it is. Uh, I mean, Bear Country is set up very much as a small, a tight-knit community. And you live in a pretty tight-knit community. Yeah. Um, the neighborhood here is, mm -hmm. uh, people know each other very well. Yes. And uh, you run into your neighbors. Uh, and you tend to get along better as a as a as a homeowner and as a as a as a citizen, if you know your neighbors, absolutely, if you're on better speaking terms with them, absolutely. And so, one thing I like about this book is it shows the Bear family kind of expanding their community a lot because we don't just see the Cubs uh, meeting a new uh, resident; we also see Mama Bear and Papa Bear engaging directly in their community, right? Politically, right? Which is something we've never experienced in the series. Uh, in the Berenstain Bear series. In the Berenstain Bear series, we haven't seen like they're they're going to a, a a town meeting that is pretty important. It looks like. It looks like it is. It yep. has to do with new laws and voting and and that's all very important stuff. And it's okay to take a break when you're a parent and and pay attention to important things that are going on in your community. And I think that's another good thing they make in the book. Yeah, and they they they're they're doing something that the bears of the bear family has sort of shown us in the past, which is they're they're teaching by example. They're not sitting the kids down to teach them about civics, but they're they're saying, no, 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 this is very important. We're going to do so this. So we're doing it yeah. without you because this is something that adults do. We we engage in our community. Yes, yes. And I like the way that they that they put that in the book. Um, this is what we're doing, and it's for adults, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's no apologies made. There's no, no oh, we're no. so sorry. We're not good. It's just yeah. – and it's, it's to me, it's that very – and I've said this before. Uh, it's that very – I'd say like 1970s approach to parenting. Uh, well, yeah. There's not a whole lot of hand-holding. Uh, they explain things when they need to, but no, no, no you're, you're going to the doctor. No, you are, uh, you're going to the dentist. No, you're going to school. And that's it, because that's right. what you have to do. Because that's what you have to do. And, and I think that's okay. I think you have to know your child. Your children are individuals. Mm -hmm. The bear cubs are individuals. Yeah. yeah. They're going to react in, uh, in a certain way, and you might have uh, an experience that leads you to do something uh, different than that, but hand holding for normal everyday things is is something the kids will learn. Yeah. And you don't need to to walk them through every little thing. Yeah. So, what kind of person is Mrs. Grizzle when she finally shows up? Mrs. Grizzle is. There are people I've known like Mrs. Grizzle. Mrs. Grizzle is the neighbor from up the street, and she's raised a lot of kids, and she's got a lot of wisdom inside of her, and she knows what she. She knows what she needs to do and what she thinks is right. She's confident. She's uh, um, got no worries at all about coming upon the bear cubs, even though she was hit in the head with a kite. Right. So <laughs> she's uh, she's described as uh, how do they say she's like loud and boisterous. Yeah, big as Papa Bear, and mm -hmm. uh, so you know uh, somebody that the kids might not be uh, used to having around. Really, you know, they're not used. Children have interacted with very few people before they start school. Yeah. You know, in a large part, they don't interact with a lot of people. But so she shows up and she shoes the parents away. Yeah. And do you think that's a you know? Like, how do you feel about that approach to just getting it, getting it all started, get the parents you out know, of there? You go back to a 1970s way of looking at things. There was a there was a more natural hierarchy of people, and there was a more respect for elders, and elders yeah. kind of knew what they were doing. Yeah. And you didn't uh, question so much what they were doing. So Mrs. Grizzle would have come with the knowledge that the parents were a little leery of leaving their children and that the children were a little leery of being with her. And she had the confidence to say, you know, go on, be gone. 
go about your business and I'll go about mine. But she directly engages these kids too. Like yeah. She comes with stuff. With stuff. And that's yeah. important. I always have stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of Mrs. Grizzle's stuff? She brings string and a deck of cards. I think that Mrs. Grizzle's stuff is great. I think um, you could come with the string and a deck of cards today and engage children. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We tend to we tend to put a lot of stock in in complicated toys and a lot of technology, but kids really will settle in if you if you know how to approach them with. One of my favorite things when the kid, because the kids would show up early in the morning and they weren't ready for breakfast and they weren't ready for really anything in the morning. So I would set out things that would instigate them to do something. And one of my favorite things was I had a box of shells and a box of rocks and magnifying glasses. And I would just leave them on a table somewhere. And they would make up their own games. I mean, one day they could be examining the the rocks with the magnifying glass. The next day the rocks had gained personalities and they were building towns and villages and you just leave it out there and the kids will create you can teach them things about it if they want to know you know if they say hey what's this then you know you can engage them but a lot of times they will figure out what they want to do with the string and the deck of cards yeah so and they do they learn to make cats cradle uh she teaches them how to play tiddlywinks yeah, have she you, had like, her own homemade tiddlywinks. Yep. Yep. She teaches them <laughs> how to play Oh, it's Go Wings? Fish. They play Go Fish. For some reason in my head, she taught them how to play Bridge, but I guess I was thinking of a different book. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, the parents uh, the parents uh, give a call, but everyone's doing okay. Yeah. Yeah, everyone is doing okay. And the thing I noted about that, you know, one of the things the book doesn't go into is that you should always make sure information is exchanged between people. If... Mm. Somebody comes in and says, go, go, go. You don't go, go, go until they know. Until they know where you're going to be, what number you can be reached yeah. at, and who the appropriate person is to cut. And that's the one thing that was kind of lacking in there. There was no go-to people in right. case mom and pop couldn't get in touch or something went wrong. So, well, I'm going to assume. Now, we see in this book, uh, for one of the first times, we see a bunch of telephone usage. And these are old-timey phones. They're using your basic handset, your trumpet headset, and mouthpiece. And I'm going to assume that... If you needed to reach anyone in bear country, you just picked up that handset and you talked to the operator. You just said, like, can you can you connect us to the town hall meeting? And they got uh, you. The switchboard operator probably got you right there. Oh, that's even older than me. <laughs> because, again, we are dealing with a with a with a civilization that exists in a weird early 20th century, mid 40s, mid 70s, early 80s time period. I was a child before there was 911. Yeah. You know? We made it. Yeah. <laughs> well, the bears apparently did too. Uh, and everything's going swimmingly. Uh, and then she gets them. So Brother Bear was expressing reservation a lot. He didn't want uh, any stranger to scrub his back. Yeah. And he seems to relent. We see the two cubs in the bath scrubbing the cubs mm -hmm. and reading them stories and tucking them in. Right. Uh, so she's a very hands-on babysitter. This right. is This is someone who's... This isn't the kind of these aren't the kind of things you would leave like a a, a thirteen year old to do. Right. Yeah. And yeah. So, exactly. And uh, so, where do you get the? Uh, where do you put the? Where do you develop the trust uh, with a with a child to uh, to to take care of the stuff that's a little more parental, like bath time, story time, tucking into bed, personal kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. That again is really um, you have to respect the child as an individual. 
if Brother Bear in the story had decided that he did not want his back scrubbed, then I would feel that he would have to respect that person a lot more. Mm-hmm. So I think if you have someone like Mrs. Grizzle that comes in and is confident and she makes the kids feel comfortable around her and they realize that she is a caregiver, that's 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 the key connection that they made that those little bears made is that other adults can really care for them. They really can care for them and they're young and they need the care. So they're willing to accept it. You know, an older child might not. Right, right, right. Uh, but these cubs do, they let her read to them and they let her tuck them in and, uh, they seem to enjoy themselves. Yes. They had a positive experience. They had a positive experience. And, uh, the final image of the book is Mrs. Grizzle dozing in the easy chair and presumably Mama and Papa returning from the uh, from the meeting. From the meeting. Or a meeting, because it says that she's she babysits them quite a few times after this. Yeah, yeah, it was their favorite. It says other people came, but Mrs. Grizzle was their favorite. Yeah, so, so it, sort of, it sort of gives us a projection into the future of, you know, where the bears go from here. The, kid, the cubs become comfortable. They learn to trust their parents to choose a babysitter for them. And, uh, but Mrs. Grizzle is always going to be... The go-to. She does pop up in later books, um, never this prominently again. Okay. But she, she sticks around. She's a she's definitely a resident of bear country. Um, one thing that uh, Mitzi and I always talk about with this last picture, the last picture has Mama and Papa returning from the trip. You see them in a window uh, through the through uh, presumably through the treehouse window. But we always talk about whether that's a whether that's a uh, a window or if it's a strange stained glass image of Mama <laughs> and Papa bear because it really looks like there's this sort of church-like stained glass painting of mama and papa on the on the on the wall maybe that's mrs grizzle at home and that's one of her uh one of her projects is she makes beautiful stained glass images of all the i parents. can see mitzi going there i really can <laughs> <laughs> so oh um, did you think this was a good book i think it, i think it is a good book and i think it's a good book uh to to share with your children when you think you might have something coming up and uh, to go into uh, that you can you can trust other adults as caregivers. Great. Uh, from a deep in bear country perspective, uh, this book sets up a greater look at bear country as a community. We see a lot of different bears. We meet various members of the bear family. Uh, we meet aunts and uncles. We see uh, grandma and grandpa, I believe, for the first time. This is the first time we get a really good look at them. Uh, they may have been in the background of other books or so briefly mentioned, but this is the first time we really get a sense that bear country and bear town are a... a a politically active, a socially active, a, uh, a, a personally engaging uh, community. There are there's many different buildings shown. There are many different uh, uh, different types of bears. We see them. We we understand this is going to be a pretty heated meeting. So there's obviously some some discomfort going on. Uh, we don't know what they're arguing about. But again, because it approaches it from a child's perspective, uh, we're not really meant to know. We're just meant to know that it's important. Um, in the background of Sister Trampling on the Flowers, we see her playing with a couple of kids. So we learn that uh, the cubs have expanded social circles. And we see Mrs. Grizzle uh, not wearing her outfit that she's shown later. Uh, so we get to see that she's not just a babysitter. She is also uh, a woman who owns her own home. Uh, who's, a member of the community. who's a member of the community? You know, she's she doesn't exist solely to interact with the kids. Like this is a these are real people, um, which is something that you know, like the kids learn about you, which is that you're not just a, your job. You right. are, 
you know, you're Linda and you and, have. And that's fun. And sometimes I love to run into the kids when we're, when I'm out and about or when we're doing other things besides them just coming, you know, to daycare. Yeah. They're fascinated by the fact that I'm not just at first. Yeah. That I'm not just their babysitter. Well, I think that's a, such an important thing for kids to learn is that adults have lives. Adults have interests and hobbies and, you know, flaws and, 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 and flaws and, and concerns and yeah, it is all a part of the greater community and all things that will provide them with natural boundaries and, and natural confidence as they move about. I mean, that's, that's their first steps are going to be moving about that community. I mean, and they gain confidence by knowing these things about other people. Fantastic. Well, Linda, thank you so much for talking. Thank you for letting me into your home to discuss the Parents' Name Bears and The Sitter. Uh, it gets my thumbs up. I think it's a beautifully illustrated book. I know I've said this a million times on the show, but this is my favorite era of the Berenstain Bears, the late 70s, early 80s. The drawings are still lush. The colors are still bright. Uh, they really put a lot of time into each of these illustrations. So um, follow us on Twitter. Uh, like us on Facebook. You can uh, leave, rate, and review us on iTunes. You can download us on Stitcher. Uh, we are everywhere. You can email me at... Uh, BerenstainBearCast at gmail.com. We would love to hear some thoughts on what you think about the subject we covered in today's book. And I will see you next week deep in bear country. Goodbye. Bye.